Hey there, weebs. Welcome to the Weeb Power Hour, where we talk about everything anime and manga every Thursday on your favorite podcast apps. If you enjoy this episode, leave us a review and follow us to stay updated when the new episode drops. Really appreciate it. With all that out of the way, let's get right into the anime. No, Missing Sister got turned to another demon by the organization exactly. that set up his family to take the fall for and that their demon actions. is the one he's been making out making with. with. <laughs> yep. That's oh, what I'm terrified of. Oh, and then they reveal that they're not actually blood siblings. They're like oh, adoptive. God. Oh, like brought together because she's so like, engineered that she's no longer <laughs> blood related to oh, interesting. you still have that mole on your ass like i remember my little sister did back in the day <laughs> you kiss just like her too <laughs> <laughs> i wish you the listener could see lance's disgusted face after running that line out <laughs> you can see like blood yeah. coming out of my- <laughs> 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 I have everywhere eyes everywhere nose ears yeah All right, guys. Thanks for uh, joining me on this uh, cool little one shot I wanted to try to do. I hope you guys are ready for a fantastic adventure. I hope you guys take this seriously. I want the best of the best characters you guys can think of. I can't imagine you guys ruining my entire night with awful characters. So, uh, Lance, how about we start with you? Uh, Introduce your character. Uh, yes. Um, so my character, his name is Beauregard, and he's a barbarian with five strength and suffers from eczema. (laughs) (laughs) He also has 20 intelligence because the strongest muscle on his body is his brain. He Um, also weighs 57 pounds. That's... Really specific, but okay. Uh, yeah, that's. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that. Yeah, you know what? How much? How much is he when he's soaking wet? Fifty-five pounds. He went <laughs> not bad backwards. But I do okay. want to note that he's also a Goliath. Okay. Well, so it looks like someone, someone took is your, took this seriously. Is but, your uh, character Slenderman? His intimidation score is negative three. Oh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. No, that's not the case. All right. Uh, okay, Avery, how about, how about you? What's what's your character? All oh, right, right. Slash me puts on headband, Naruto style, slash across the mark. <laughs> well, my name's Quentin, you see. I'm a Hexblade Warlock, criminal of the type. Real fast and smooth, 20 charisma. No one can get past my <laughs> dashing looks. I steady the blade, you see, as I wield out my long katana, eight foot long. Sephiroth doesn't have shit on me. Um, well, I guess the only downfall to my character is that my, uh, my m- m- lady, uh, the, the lady who who've granted me thus this powers is um, not a quite big fan of me, you see. So, uh, yeah, sometimes things just don't work out. But aside from that, you know, I get honeys. Cool. <laughs> I I see the cool. I can be your angle or your angle 
angle no, no, you're no. going at. No, 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 just devil. Yeah, okay, I'll fucking, just I'll, I'll cut you. Here, I drew, I drew a picture of my guy. Uh, okay, it's quite suave, if you ask me. Oh, he's not. <laughs> what I expected for some reason when you slid the picture <laughs> towards me. But, uh, uh, cool. Yeah, great. Good job drawing some more artwork for your character uh, before you got here. Hey, yeah, man, I really worked it. on this. I'll fucking punch you in the gut if you talk shit, all right? Anyway, so yeah, I'm ready, boys. Okay. Uh, okay, Flinchy, you're, 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 the last, you're the last one up. What's your character like? Okay, uh... Uh, they're human. I haven't decided on gender. Maybe a female? Uh, oh, her name okay. is Jean Ulta. Uh, and, uh, Jean wants to be a mimic <laughs> when she grows up. And, uh, she is barbarian. And, uh, she is a mimic fan. And, uh, I had a dream once where a... Lovely lady turned me into a mimic, and I love the idea and feeling of killing people secretly as a chest and with big mouth and tongue. And Jean is constantly wearing clothes that make her look like a mimic. Uh, I think if it was a, a male, I'd make him, because it's a barbarian, just wearing underwear with a mimic icon, like a little picture on the underwear. But Jean, as a Disgusting. female, maybe has like a big scarf that's like a tongue. Uh, okay. Wow. She's chaotic evil. Is she I in the floor? I, I couldn't tell. <laughs> uh, great, great accent. Maybe? Those accent classes are really kicking in for you. I'm still thinking about the accent. I think oh, you not- should go more racist. <laughs> Tristan, <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to end it there because I think we could have gone down a, more on That's that a good road. Idea. That actually went a lot better than I thought it would have gone. Yeah, that was actually pretty normal. I actually was expecting much worse from you guys. Um, hey, guys. Hey, welcome back. Uh, welcome to the We Power Hour, the show where we have a roundtable discussion on the latest news and topics in the anime and manga world. Uh, I'm your host for this week, Peter, and with me are my esteemed co-hosts, starting from the far left, Avery. Well, viewer. Okay. Uh, the man in the middle, Lance. Yeah. And our Russian lady to my left, uh, Plinchy. Yes. Uh, so welcome back, guys. Uh, already on episode 96. Uh, just a couple away from the big one hundo uh, for the Wii Power Hours. So I uh, can't wait to get to that milestone. Uh, very, very busy week in the anime world a lot of shows uh, are confirming for season twos or just confirming in general confirmed dates for when some of these shows are coming out i think the crunchyroll expo was just this past weekend uh so a lot of debuts were from that expo and then uh we're getting close to the fall season uh as well so mm-hmm. uh, that's why we have so much uh confirmations uh, on premiere dates and stuff like that so the news is pretty fat for this week. I'm going to try to get through as quick as possible, and then uh, we'll discuss a little bit at the end of it. So uh, bear with me as I try to get through this as fast as possible. Uh, starting with Tony Kaku Kawai or Tony Ka- Tony Kawai Over the Moon OVA uh, was set to slate for this uh, summer season. It's supposed to be a nice 
spicy OVA like we had from the previous OVA episode. Uh, but it got delayed, so it is set for now for a fall season premiere. Um, Ranking of Kings anime project has been confirmed for 2023. Uh, it is called Ranking of Kings Treasure Chest of Courage. Uh, I believe this is oh, an original nice. story. It has nothing to do with the... Please don't do that voice anymore. has nothing to do with the the original story so this is a original idea uh i assume oh. from what studios oh. and uh, whoever else is in works with this i don't know if it's a full season or it's just an ova uh but that project is uh confirmed uh for 2023 so we'll definitely look out for that one uh two shows got confirmed for an anime season uh tower god season two is confirmed so if you were a huge tower god fan uh oh. Oh. <laughs> in 2020 oh. <laughs> season two is confirmed there's no confirmed date on when that is going to premiere uh but i assume somewhere around maybe late 2023 early 2024 uh would be uh ideal and then uh, also uh one of the big mangas that have been uh sweeping uh the nation and has been selling a lot of copies uh kaiju number eight has also been confirmed for an anime. Uh, I don't think I ever talked about it on the Wii Power, but I have uh, talked about it with our close group of friends, and I've told everyone that this show is going to get an anime and is going to be one of the rocking shodens. Probably something to help mitigate once we start losing Demon Slayer and uh, My Hero Academia. Just another one to be able to fill in those boots uh, to give you that shonen uh, trash uh fill for for your anime weekly uh watching so uh great news for that uh we did talk about this uh light novel before uh on this show reborn as a vending machine i now wandered the dungeon has been confirmed to get an anime adaptation uh, i think there's already three light novel volumes already out so there is enough to make a season uh, i'm very excited i read the first volume in the manga and it's uh pretty fucking stupid but uh I mean, it's an isekai, so it's pretty good enough for me. So, uh, another anime that uh, was confirmed for a new season, Last Crusade or The Rise of the New World. Uh, if you guys remember, early, <coughs> early We Power Hour fans remember our first top 10 uh, from the fall season of 2020. And that show, who man, did it rake in those votes because it was one of the only shows that was somewhat viable that season. What a mess of a top 10. Uh, but yes, they are confirmed for a season two. 2023 will be their uh, premiere year. Uh, when that happens, not entirely sure. Uh, Bungo Stray Dogs uh, set for season four uh, very soon, uh, winter of 2023. Uh, so we don't have to wait too long for that one. And then finally, uh, Chainsaw Man has finally revealed that they will be in the fall season, uh, the October premiere uh has already been set i think it's like october 8th or something like that uh their promo video is also out as well uh so get hyped chainsaw man is coming this year we're we're all thinking it might get delayed but uh luckily is coming uh very soon with a very stacked fall season uh that we will get into a little bit later in the show uh but that's all the anime confirmations there is a lot more uh but i just chose the ones that were kind of particular to our show uh but Check it out, uh, Anime News Network or Anime Corner and stuff like that. They have all the news uh, for all the animes that got 
uh that got news for leaked and stuff like that so uh check it out but uh just gonna open up the floor to you guys real quick uh any of these shows you hyped for what are you looking forward to some shows you don't wish got season two well gotta start with the goat himself ranking of kings uh yeah i was gonna say that too my last crusade Oh, second, easy second place right there. Okay, obviously. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. Are we watching that, by the way? Fuck hey, I yeah. Know, well, of I course know we are. Do we put in a top 10 again? Oh, fuck yeah. We are the power <laughs> hour after all, and there's no show more powerful. <laughs> are you sure? Are you dead? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Saying the that. Of a sentence? Psychologically hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> you like teleported. He just came back. I was like, what happened to him? <sighs> uh, Kaiju number eight. I didn't, Kaiju number eight. Yeah, I didn't get too far in the manga, but I, oh my God, I really liked what I was reading. The, the next big shonen. The premise is really cool. Really like the art style too, so it'd be really, yeah. really fucking cool to see it in anime form. For sure. So, what is this show? Like, just as a rough synopsis, is this like a fighter or is this an actual like giant monster show? Uh, oh. so it's basically kind of like Attack on Titans, just a little bit where these monsters are uh, coming in to like evade this metropolis type city which is basically japan but you know they had to rebuild after so many yeah of course different attacks center of all monster disasters exactly so uh so they just have this uh this fighting unit that fights off these kaijus uh and yeah it's it's just basically a pure battle anime and then the guy uh the main guy itself uh it's really fun and interesting and he's not like a high school boy or anything like that. He is a grown ass man. I think he's in his thirties. Yeah, he's uh, like as a your main age. protagonist. He's a middle aged man. Uh, so it's a very, very feel uh, different from the regular shonen, where it's just uh, purely high school. You know, it's kind of like the underdog story coming up from uh, from the bottom. Now we're here. Did you see the rise and kind of that kind of stuff? So uh, you still get that feel, but uh, it feels more realistic in a way. You don't have to worry about making it like oh it's just a kid and somehow he's saving the whole world you know so uh mm-hmm. this guy has been through a lot of shit uh in his lifetime so very great very good battle uh sequences the monsters are really pretty freaking disgusting and pretty cool as well so uh and there's the other a characters are pretty cool too the side characters yeah, the side characters are great um the the, the female sidekick slash lead uh is really cool as well she's basically uh uh, your atypical Sundare, but she kicks a whole lot of ass. Uh, so mm-hmm. I would love to give out more, but there's like kind of, I wouldn't say a big twist, but there is kind of like a twist in the, at the very beginning and you just have to see it uh, to to enjoy it kind of thing. So uh, I'm very excited to see this uh, this animated. So I don't know if they confirmed a studio per se, uh, just Toho Animation is going to be uh, producing it, but I think Studio Bones uh, would be would be great for it. Uh, they they're the ones that do My Hero uh, Academia, so I think uh, Anna Vanita. So I think they this is in their warehouse, and I think they'll they really strive for it. They get it. So uh, with that, that is the latest news of the week. Uh, let us 
know in those DMs on our social media, or you can email us at thewepower.gmail.com. Uh, any news articles that you guys think we should talk about on the podcast, uh, we'll check it out and uh, maybe it'll show up on a future episode. Uh, but let's move on to the next item on our list. It is the media roundup of the week. Uh, this is a segment where we talk about anything we watch or read outside of our top 10 anime ranking board. Um, it is the usual, of course, uh, Ruby, Ice Queendom, Al Aishi, and Summertime Render, but we're adding another uh, show onto this list for this week. Uh, Kage-sama, Love is War, Season 1 and Season 2. Uh, we blazed through it, I think, in about uh, a week and a half, maybe, maybe a little under two weeks, but uh, Plinchy and Avery are fully caught up now, so uh, we can have any nice little uh, extra discussions on Kagisama because we can't get enough of Kagisama. Uh, I'm pretty sure now we're all of us are hyped uh, for that uh, that uh, anime project that they're having uh, later down the road whenever that comes out. So, uh, yeah, Plinchy, Avery, your thoughts on the season one and season two and your pecking order uh for the seasons now Mm. oh that's difficult i feel like coming into Mm. season one and season two having seen the latest season gives Mm. you like this this weird hindsight you don't typically do that but i'm sure there's people out there who are like oh this is a new anime i haven't seen oh it's season three watch it anyway and then go back yeah um it's good to know that like it doesn't take anything it didn't take anything away if anything it made things better while watching it because you kind of sure. see like the there's growth in season like- three <laughs> please i beg you you just do your regular voice i can't i can't uh, my regular voice. he doesn't know what he sounds like anymore this is i've lost norm. it it is thank you lance i understand i didn't sound like this before either <laughs> oh no! I gotta say though, the the Chica subplot with the whole uh, fuck, what's the main character's name? Shirogane. Uh, Shirogane. Shirogane. Yeah, yeah. It, the, that shit's a fucking bopper. And fucking Chica never learns her lesson, so you know it's pretty. It's pretty good consistency that I like in my shows. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite yeah. subplots that they keep bringing back. It's a good yeah. running joke. They do it well. Well, you're not like, oh, this shit again? No, you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, this man, shit again? why can't we do this every episode? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it just goes to show the relationships that are not so obvious uh, mm. from on paper are one of the best, right? Like uh, Shirogane and, and Chika, uh, Ishigami, Ishigami and Kaguya. And Kaguya. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit, uh, Shirogane yeah. and Hayasaka is, is like another, like, not on paper, you usually would see but they had some nice moments as well uh and especially down in season three they they got a lot more mm. uh, out of that as as time went by so um yeah, yeah really it's just realistic great. the way that they're portraying like realistic relationship yeah like mm-hmm. what what kind of shit you have to go through whether it's friends um people that you have to work with like in the council yeah. right or uh, getting rejected and having to have that awkward you know they they, they touch on everything and it's great yeah they're, they're great at developing uh sub characters too like ishigami yeah. that's a great story plot blown away yeah i was not ready for that 
to be able to do in season two to do like all of Ishigami's backstory uh, and bring it to light pretty much in all, all the one episode and, and give it mm-hmm. such a good feeling uh, conclusion was uh, was fantastic. Cause, uh, yeah, the way that they blocked out everyone's face wasn't obvious to me because they would show like the blonde haired girl. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck does this mean? But once they do, and at the end, you're like, you see all oh their faces. Oh my god! Yeah, fucking Ishigami. It's like a this boy. It's like a silent voice. Yeah, silent right? voice, just like that. Where he just couldn't hear or see anyone's faces because they just. It just doesn't register for him because he just blo- mentally blocked it, and mm-hmm. now, now our now our good boy can finally be set free from his past, and he can look to heal and try to move forward uh, on that. Yeah. So, uh, how do you guys like uh, Eno, the the new addition in season two? Oh, she's probably one of the most useful non-useful characters that the they've added to the show. She she's like strictly the fucking comedy relief every time. Yeah. <laughs> I do think of all the characters, you know, is there's not a lot of depth to her because what she is is pretty much Yeah. Exactly what, what it she's is meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. A Which utility is, uh, character. <laughs> just a straightforward, serious sidekick. Uh, the one who side must character. be shocked at all the other characters at all times. Well, except mm. for Chica. She she fucking puts Chica on a pedestal like no no one does. And that's oh, yeah. the one uh, that's funny that on itself. The most yeah. people. Yeah. yeah, is the one that she's okay with. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's great. So, uh, your pecking order, uh, Avery and Plinchy on oh, the seasons. The seasons. Which ones have you liked the most? Because you pretty much had them all in succession within uh the past couple of months. So, three, two, one, three, two, one. Okay. Yeah, I d- I didn't like how they're like all oh you're you're a naughty boy aren't you Shirogane oh yeah real scandal huh I like how they took that away in season three it was kind of not my not my buttercup of tea is that what they did in season two in season one and two yeah they're like oh two how was cute they had it but it was a little bit less but yeah yeah I, I, I oh, just you're I, cute, I didn't that like one? that yeah 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 oh yeah yeah the the uh, comedy war of love that they uh. They use as a hook in season one. It gets progressively less and less because, you know, the characters are growing and the the, the situations are a lot more mature than the very beginning. So, I think I agree with the three, two, one. Okay. My mind goes to that scene where in season three, the, a lot of the like imagery that they use and like transitions, the camera really, work was really clever. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Disregarding that whole hip hop episode where Chica comes out of like the field and shit gets really weird and like the endings and shit, but there's uh Ishigami confesses to the the pink haired girl and she's yeah, like trying to run that. away and they use like the exit sign. It's just like that stuck out yeah. to me. So it's super clever. And there's yeah. A lot of more a lot more things that they did better that I just can't remember, but I feel like season three was the best. Do you guys have a favorite characters? My question now that you've seen all three seasons. I like that bitch that got fucking sniped in the head at the end of season three. She's pretty great just because she got sniped in the head. Okay, cool. <laughs> I barely got to see her in season one and Fair two, though, which is weird. Oh, yeah, because they just didn't start ramping up because they have their own mm-hmm. spinoff side manga oh, where they I talk see. about how amazing 
uh, Kaguya mm-hmm. and Shirogane mm-hmm. are. So uh, if you That's want funny. like more of their shit, you know, they have their own manga. Yeah, they their joke is they only see things from outside perspective. So they see everything yeah. in like the best way. And oh, yeah, rose, rose colored glasses. Yeah. The the ramen kings were pretty bopping too. I like them. <laughs> <laughs> Another great subplot. Yeah. And then the, the tea kings or the tea connoisseurs in season three. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't wait right? until. No? I think one of them is is the actual the, part of the ramen four. Uh, but the other one was like a. He's just hanging out with tea people. A tea yeah. connoisseur. Yeah. Mm. So uh, I can't wait for that. Uh, to be animated like the full subplot to to get like a fitting conclusion that one that'll be, <laughs> there's more <laughs> that'd be great of course you guys haven't met everyone yet mm. so i think my favorite character is hayasaka hayasaka i think that's lance's favorite character as well yeah i think so too uh she's really she's cute and great as a she's character got a lot going on yeah you know, uh, rewatching season one and two, I'm kind of surprised. Uh, Maki, the the girl that's jealous of the of the couple that likes mm-hmm. to ask uh, Shirogane and uh, Kaguya Vice, she has like like zero lines in the first <laughs> two seasons. Maybe like maybe like two at best, but she doesn't talk a lot uh, in in those first two seasons. She's kind of always in the background, always watching yeah. the couple. And always being mad. Yeah, seething. (laughs) And it's just kind of funny that she, uh, like, how she ramps up from the the first two seasons to the end of season three. Yeah, it's kind of like, now that I think about it, it's kind of out of nowhere. But when I was reading the manga, I think there was more scenes of her talking and interacting with the student council and the couple and stuff like that. And and, uh, Ishigami in particular, I believe. So it's kind of like, oh, okay. (laughs) I feel like uh, that was about right for what the manga had for her i think she's one of those characters that she starts off as a joke and we're supposed to forget about her but then the author just loves her so much Mm. that he's Mm. like Mm -hmm. yeah you know i want to actually write whole like subplots involving her now yeah of course so because she's she's your like failure in love kind of thing and then yeah, uh, to to have that like uh, like a brothers in arms when like uh, Ishigami or or Shirogane oh, yeah. are like the, having trouble living love. failure tale that <laughs> Shirogane don't want to fall into <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, she's great to represent that. So so uh, sad. It's pretty funny. The Chika games and Ishigami just immediately shaming her. I didn't know I needed that in my life, but that is that's really good. And every time we watch an episode, we're always praising Ishigami's voice actor too. So I think that like his, the tone of his voice where he's like, oh, you're cheating. What? I can't believe you're cheating. And you already like, you're doing it right away. What's wrong with you? Oh God. It's like condescending way he he puts down Chika. Like it's not so extra. It's, it's, it's a fucking perfect perfect amount where you're like. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's my favorite relationship is, is Chika and Ishigami. Just even though Chika is God, so toxic his senpai, yeah, yeah, he's just so like you are not worthy of my respect half the time. So uh, it's great. Uh, okay, uh, with that, let's move on to the next anime on our list: uh, Ruby Ice Queendom episode six. Uh, another failed attempt at saving negative wise uh, from her thorn. <laughs> Uh, dream. Careful with that. Uh, yeah, I know. 
I was going to say the way they said it. Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I guess we did get a lot of uh, ideas on how to save her uh, the third and final mm-hmm. time around. And Ruby and uh, the other two, Blake and Yang, they kind of got their own little like mini dialogue character development uh, sequence uh, at the end before we headed off for the uh, the final round. So uh, how'd you guys yeah. like uh, this week's episode of uh, Ruby? Uh, might have been my favorite episode so far. Uh, not counting, you know, the first three, which are just like so stellar, or maybe the first two that were so stellar. Right? Third one, I wish mm-hmm. they had that yeah. fight. But anyways, um, I think I know why they didn't have that fight. It was really because they just want to focus on on Team Ruby, Ruby guys. Yeah. yeah, Team Juniper. They don't want anybody else to grab mm-hmm. any attention because there's so much other characters that uh the fans clamor to but they want to narrow that focus uh and uh yeah this is a great episode i think my favorite parts of this anime is when they allow the characters to have new interactions that we didn't get to see in the original canon because mm. uh there's so much focus on fighting and the resources to you know make compelling uh scenes where they interact with each other, emotional scenes. Uh, it was limited back then, so they didn't have a strong mm. focus on it. But this anime gives them a chance to have the characters uh, have these like wholesome moments of Yang and Ruby being sisters and, and oh, like, yeah. also mm-hmm. having like such amazing like insights in and lines that she was such a quiet character in the original canon that she didn't get to be involved very much or like make her opinions known. Not until like mm. later seasons when they started utilize, utilizing her like primarily as the focus, but um, yeah, the, the those three girls and even Weiss as the villain is, I think, just amazing use of her character. Yeah, yeah, they they really played with the the ideas of the characters really well, like a different, really different story, same characters, same world, still feels like Ruby, but. It still feels like very anime. Like it, yeah. it feels very different, but it's not a bad thing. I think the only thing I didn't like about this episode was the oh, what studio what, is this? copious amount of CG. Yeah, the, uh, the CG. This is studio Shaft. Shaft. I kept wanting to say Shack, and I'm like, it's not Shack, Plenchy. Don't be fucking idiot. It's Shaft <laughs> something. It's not yeah. Shack. Shaft. Yeah. They did a bit of the like. I, I love that, you know, it's the joke, the shaft where uh, the fucking characters break they their neck <laughs> to like look over. Yeah, They <laughs> love their, their like dynamic angles because it's a, yeah. like they're so used to doing so much dialogue and just felt like not only was the CG kind of like, uh, when I noticed it, they really seem to be using the same camera angle, using it well, in my opinion. But a lot of the like cuts just just the shaft thing to do it was a lot for me like every time i watch their <laughs> animes that they do that i'm like uh, yeah uh, uh, oh god it's happening you, so fast you know so i much. gotta say this time around the cgi wasn't really that jarring to me after like the initial hit like yeah. it was probably the best cgi that i've seen and it could, maybe it's just because like i've i know of original ruby so i'm like yeah okay 3d whatever you meant yeah. you mentioned like, like I, it's I expected about it. i was like 
I guess so, huh? Ruby is originally just entirely CG, so yeah, yeah. Like, so I'm just yeah. like, fuck it, so you're right? kind of used fucking, to it. fucking yeah. Ruby. Here we are. Yeah. It, it <laughs> is actually Ruby after all, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I mean, I guess they gotta. I wouldn't say cut corners, but they gotta like make things a little easier on themselves somewhere, right? They already yeah, kind of course. blew the budget in those first three episodes uh, with how much they did there. So, but uh. Yeah, you're right. At least, at least they're building on the story, and I don't know. I feel very good now with this show to where like we can see a season two if they potentially want to do it, right? Like, I'm not saying uh, they would or they should, but mm. uh, with the way they're making things now, uh, it doesn't feel like it's going to be like open closed book. Like they can leave it kind of on an open open note everything feels good the team is like more solidified now their bonds are a lot stronger and then we can move on to uh to bigger fish to fry kind of thing because it's still like this season's all about us right it's all about ruby it's not about the outside world or evil lurking or like world ending kind of thing uh that we usually get so season two is that's when they build it right they build the world they build why these you know they have this school and building teams and blah 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 and uh uh makes me feel good that you know that they're going in the right direction to to give themselves a chance to have a season two uh renewal yeah did we have to go in and out in and out three times now i just feel like well it's just the power right it's just like it's already like kind of cheating that we could throw people into each other's dreams like that so you don't have to write the power that way you can just write that this uh dream catcher person is just infinitely powerful uh i don't know i i I feel like the time (laughs) limit actually feels like oh we gotta we gotta get these things going the the limited amount of coins is uh we have to like actually try to figure out like okay we can't use it all in one go we just can't start popping doors everywhere just so we can walk in and out wherever we feel like it kind of thing it feels like uh they're actually uh thinking and trying to figure out how to how to get to the center of uh wise's dream and stuff like that so if they were just like all powerful and there's like unlimited coins and unlimited time then would we get the the uh yang and blake and and ruby to have like their character development at the end of the episode no because they're just going to keep going until things are solved kind of thing them being out of the dream i think made them be able to realize their their own insecurities and faults so yeah narratively it's a convenient time for them to stop fighting take a seat and yeah breathe in and think about what they've observed and process it and uh also gives them a lot of time to stretch it out to 12 episodes hell yeah yeah so I mean, it's Ice Queendom in the name for a reason, right? We're we're in this for the rest of the season now, so. I actually can't imagine it's going to go 12 episodes when I think about it, because what are we at? Episode 6 now? 6, yeah. So. They can only go in one more time, right? And then yeah, she's, her, so, her yeah. life is in danger. So yeah, so. Either I say maybe like another 3 episodes. Is... Yeah, so we might actually finish this in. Uh, like 9, say maybe 10. Two, 3 episodes. And then. Yeah. Oh, we got three more and episodes then food to do. Fight? Then just build from there. Maybe maybe build up to a season uh, two. Maybe more new stuff. Could be. Um, yeah. Because Food Fight, God, I want to see that so bad. I know they'll <laughs> nail it. Uh, but it also is like the first step into a new arc. So 
we can't just stop yeah know, we'll see uh okay moving on to the next anime on our list uh Ao Aishi, episode 18 uh we finally uh broke our losing streak of i think five losses in a row uh in our little uh under 16 youth tournament or whatever uh but aoi finally is starting to fit into his role as playmaker uh he did a nice assist uh to uh i already forgot his name whatever the, ogashi ogashi yeah uh nice header as well pretty pretty well aimed there so i said how'd you guys yeah <laughs> nice, nice head can i have another um how'd you guys like uh aoi uh evolving uh in this episode i mean i clapped it was a good episode yeah you did it was good but uh aside from aoi overcoming his uh what he perceived as this dead end wall for himself and rising to the occasion like that was amazing uh togashi is mysteriously the most lovable character in the show and uh, he's <laughs> not even the main guy <laughs> yeah uh but my favorite part of the show was uh the coaches like they had such mm. interesting things to talk with Aoi about um and they had i like to just see them being coaches and coming down mm. to Aoi's level still giving him they don't give him the answer they still want him to find uh the answer yeah, for, himself. for himself yeah. yeah yeah do things the way that he naturally will do things and then coming to his own conclusions uh, but yeah just seeing fukuda and also um a uh, big nose guy nozomi I think his name is uh Nozomi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're both really uh, cool coaches. And the ending was cool too, that Aoi might have shot the confidence of uh Tachibana. Oh yeah. That I wonder that if yeah. Aoi's going to think about that and like apologize. Because oh, he's he, she has no, so much like, There's no reason for, for him to apologize though. He he called it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Tachibana was offsides. Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. legit. He was the best option for that that goal, but he's stepping offside, so they pass it to him. Then the ball goes right back to the mm-hmm. other team, and then we wasted an opportunity, which probably would have cost them the game, if uh, mm-hmm. if anything. So uh, I know Tagashi like made the shot, and you know it's all great and whatever. But he was probably like second, maybe third best option uh for Aoi in that situation so he had every right to call out Tachibana he's a forward he's a striker for a reason you know like you make yourself viable in that tight areas to score the ball because that's that's your job that's what you're supposed to do so uh to me I thought that was awesome that Aoi did that because I didn't think Mm. he would I thought he's so self-centered in himself that he wouldn't uh care about anyone else and now giving Tachibana a chance to grow, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I was like six, seven weeks ago. Tachibana and whoever the other fucking uh, Ultimo, I thought these guys Ultimo, are like dead in the yeah. water. Like I didn't give a shit about these guys because I know they were just pretty much like B, C tier characters that we're gonna throw away once we get into A team. But to give Tachibana a chance to redeem himself and make himself better, possibly mm-hmm. means we're we're bringing him with us mm-hmm. uh, on the ride. To, to a team and then beyond so i'm I'm really excited yeah. to see 
if that's the case or not, or at least just in general, Tachibana gets better and then maybe he goes to like another school or a club yeah, or something I like mean, that and strive. If in Tachibana that. was the main character, this would be his like turning point because he's yeah, for they're sure. about to face his rival or like his old school or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They've been teasing his confidence and like really well, I think, because we've mm-hmm. always been like, oh, we're, we're not going to focus on the side characters. We're not going to focus on them. But now it's they're giving it's him a reason to. Yeah. Yeah. He could have just been shitty all the way through and that would have been like whatever. But yeah. Or they don't show anything and they they're just always good. Right. Because we will assume yeah. the youth kids, they're good. They make mistakes, but they're still like on par. But I like I, I like the scene in this week's episode where I always like in his head, Otomo, I'm, you're going to I'm just going to have to trust that, you know, what I want. What I want. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Otomo, this guy, I mean, he's done it before, <laughs> mm-hmm. but then this was a, like a, a close up into Otomo's mind. Like he wants me to do something. I, it was so small, but I really liked it. Too bad he missed the fucking kill though. What's a B tier character? Oh, it's a B tier character. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he knew. That's all that matters. He's like in sync with Aoi, so they're like perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's bond. okay. He's not a striker, <laughs> so I'm like okay with that. But like, I was like, come on, dude. What's a B tier? Oh, it's a B tier. <laughs> yeah. It's like, damn, dude, it sucks. My boy will get his day. Hopefully, like Haikyu does that too, where like. Oh, yeah, all yeah, the yeah. things are pointing to the right direction of us scoring the point, right? You get the whole dialogue. Everyone's thinking for like a thousand years in like a span of two seconds. And you can feel the connection and bonds and the music is just right. And they're about to hit the ball and they're going to score. And then they don't. And it makes you think, oh shit, it's still realistic. The team, the other team is still pretty good. And they're not just going to give up a point that easily. Uh, and then you realize like, yeah, sports is about uh, uh like a game of runs kind of thing so uh it's it was just good realistic soccer at that point yeah i don't i, I just got a quick one I, I don't know if i like love or hate it but the fact that they like have always main battle is vocalizing what he needs to do you know like his his whole vocalization and understanding what he's done in his previous games and discussing that with the coaches is obviously going to be like his last uh his last hurdle you know so uh eh, it's kind of like i like it but i'm like fuck man you gotta figure this out soon buddy (laughs) i mean like it needs to go more technical in my eyes because it's getting played out too much yeah like they, they again, just they just need to revisit it and not go like gosh darn it why why can't I know what I'm thinking oh I'm hanky yeah no yeah I, I definitely <laughs> and I just that. and I just re- resets <laughs> just. I, I think it's one of those like it's just a long game kind of thing I don't think it's anything other than that it's just 24 episodes you just kind of have to stretch out a lot of stuff to to make things work I think the manga is probably the same way as well where they're really just slow and methodical and just try to like really hammer it into your head uh that this is just how yeah oh yeah just has to deal with day in and day out there's like 300 chapters for <laughs> oh boy it is a fat one it's like 20 plus volumes there so uh wow yeah you're in it for the long haul uh when it comes out actually uh okay uh with that Let's move on to the final anime uh, of our media roundup. Uh, Summertime Render, episode 17. Uh, Ushio 
just get your hair back. That's pretty Hell cool. Yeah. I guess. Unfortunate. <laughs> I really like her in that short do. Uh, but it just means uh, that it can get short again. She can yeah. no, but she, it up. but she, but then she, oh, maybe she only did one strand of hair that was able to get back all her hair because there was like oh. five strands, and then she takes, you know, she copies she took one. Them all. Yeah, did she I take them she all? Co- I don't. I don't, I don't really yeah, know. that's a good point. So, but at least I don't know. She got like potions for herself if she ever gets. Well, uh, if, they, if you go back in time, the hair will be there, right? Because you go back in time before yeah. you copied it, it'll be in uh, the bathroom and yeah. the. Yeah. Well, it depends. I see why when, not? You know. How um, how, yeah. how caught up does it get? Yeah. Yeah. That, so, mm-hmm. but Shinpei is at least putting himself distance from uh, the end game loop, uh, per se, yeah. uh, for his uh, his revitalization. So, uh, just open up the floor, everyone here. How do you guys like uh, this week's episode of uh, Summertime Render? Was anyone else keeping track that Shinpei wasn't sleeping, like un- until this episode? Because I, I I was like. I guess I haven't seen him sleep. Like I mean, ever. does it stack? Because he's always Probably. died within the within the day, so it's not like he's been able to make it to but the next day anyway. Mental has always been awake, though, right? Yeah, yeah, he's that's constantly. What, so was it like nine loops, and he's going through like one or two days? So he's been mentally awake for eighteen to twenty days somewhere around that ballpark, and they have all stacked up. Yeah, I guess so. They always just like. They cut out a little bit of stuff, so I never really kept track of it because I just assumed maybe he caught a little bit of sleep in between. Not that, yeah, logically, who would sleep in this situation though, really? Yeah, but, that's fair because they've been. I feel like I want to. I don't really want to know, but I wonder when it started because at some point he, like, after maybe the first shadow encounter, was like, I gotta stay up, right? Because like. You said we would really sleep, but there yeah, would have been at one point out. where he didn't feel as like antsy about it. Probably felt like I can sleep, right? I try to think when. Maybe like in the I earlier know, loops. I can't really think of an opening because he's constantly been like moving point A to point B. Yeah. Uh, gathering allies and fighting enemies. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty much been nonstop. And the past like, what, four or five loops has been almost the same day like he's right. this, this last loop he's finally gotten to the point where we're to the it's festival nighttime. now yeah where we're, yeah where we're actually got to the point uh from the first loop so uh so maybe since the uh, first time the festival happened was the last time he slept he probably didn't probably, even sleep the day that day that either much. yeah so so that would have been the first yeah. time meeting shadow mio or ushio not mio ushio yeah and he's still trying to figure out what the fuck happened to him the first time because he got fucking headshotted by Shadow Mew, so. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Our, our boy's been been busy just trying to, mm-hmm. to save as much people as he can. So just the fact that we're going to like other people's houses and you can just see uh, the shadow burn on the floor and stuff like that. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. They, they've How long's been that busy. been there? Yeah, they've been busy getting around, getting as many people as possible. Again, the teacher, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. In a small area like this, that teacher means everything uh, to a lot of mm-hmm. generations of people in that small town. And the fact that she uh, she got pretty much vap- vaporized already uh, must have hurt. Yeah. Chasing kids. Goddamn. 
That's fucked uh, up. Yeah, I mean, that's easiest way to get them, right? Because that's, that's their teacher. <laughs> yeah. So why did they, they do that the first time? Just they didn't know make better. all the kids shadows. I mean, mm. yeah. Who was it when we were watching the episode? Someone was like, "Man, just evacuate the whole island." Was that you, Lance? No, that was Peter. I think. Was yeah. that Peter? Just get the fuck out. What's yeah. the point anymore? Nah, dude. Because like we we're from an island, so we know. You know, die on this island, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, the, the moment any brother, <laughs> the moment any little outbreak happens, you just like, well, the volcano erupts. Oh, Sayonara, well. motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Peace out. I remember like uh, there was like a tsunami watch. I think it was what like 2011, right? That that Japan had that like major earthquake, and then there was supposed to be a tsunami heading towards uh, the Hawaiian Islands. Uh-huh. And my parents didn't give a flying fuck about this tsunami watch. Everyone else running to Costco and running to any other supermarket available to grab as much water and like, you know, supplies as possible. My parents straight to work, came back, relaxed at home. My dad popping like 30 beers a night, went back to work the next day. Like no, no, no biggie. <laughs> there is a... A false missile warning on the island. Oh yeah, someone. Dude, my my parents didn't even call button. me or message me when that went off. And then we talked to them after, yeah. and he's like, "Yeah, dude, I just want to enjoy the day, man. If I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die." Yeah, yeah I was like, and enjoying your day doesn't involve calling me your son. <laughs> no, I was like, what the fuck? Nope. <laughs> Everyone just sat yeah. in their apartments, and we're just like, "Oh, uh, missile warning." If I oh, die, no, I die. <laughs> yeah. Some my mom didn't even know about sewer, it though but you know yeah uh, i like i i texted my mom I was like mom is everything okay like what's going on there's like a missile warning she's like what i was like what do you mean what, <laughs> what now? i was like i'm busy i'm with a customer and then she never she never got back to me until like two days later she's like oh yeah there was like a missile warning like all casually <laughs> i'm just like mm-hmm. cool there's nowhere to Great. run we don't have the yeah. means to survive <laughs> catastrophic disasters so you know how much shipping milk is? <laughs> you think we can ship human beings out of the fucking islands? What? One we can barely full? afford milk. Okay, like a hundred people. Yeah. That's like half of our uh, fucking tax like money right thousand? there. Yeah. No. It hurts. Nezu and his wife in the base. Uh, not, yeah, in the basement. I was Yikes. hoping, I was really, really hoping that that was going to be um, uh, Soul's dad's story. But Nezu uh, was the one who uh, had that story because I knew people, uh, these shadows are so realistic. They look just like uh, the people that they copy. The counterparts, yeah. And your heart just, some people just cannot go through mm-hmm. and pulling the trigger on them. And that's a story that we see in like zombie movies. Oh, yeah. Like the emotional, the psychological strength it needs to overcome and survive in these situations. And for someone as strong as Nezu, who is just like the embodiment of badass sniper, you'll do whatever yeah. it takes to survive and protect other people. And for him Pure to be the hunter. one who was struggling with it all until the final battle, um, I thought that was such a cool moment for him. And I know he's going to die now. Absolutely. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. This was he's his, got nothing else to lose. Or what, everybody. He's out of here. Yeah. Which is at least they they gave him a proper send off, right? Like everything yeah. closed up, his storyline's done. 
we understand his he motives we understand his now. history it's like complete yeah so when he goes a guns a blazing and then he saves i don't know maybe like something stupid like shadow mew for like no reason but he just like somehow uh stops whatever is happening towards her and he mm. dies then it's gonna feel more uh impactful and i think uh, he'll save ushio somehow yeah. and like maybe be like the the action it's, that mattered and yeah like, he'll do something important it's one of the shadows because i feel like that's just like it just comes full circle that he's yeah his connection to the shadows hunting shadows for 15 plus years now and now he ends Saves up having one. to save one uh, for to kill all the shadows the greater good maybe yeah yeah <laughs> who knows how that works out so okay cool with that uh that is our media roundup of the week uh let us know down below in those uh comment sections uh if there's anything you guys want us to watch or read uh we could check it out and then uh maybe we could talk about it on a future podcast uh but let's take a break from all the anime talk to go back into anime talk because it's time to play our game <laughs> called Take Five. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Speaking the of topic, full circle. <laughs> speaking of full circle. Speaking uh, of if, you, <laughs> uh, if you don't know what Take Five is, it is a little game that we like to play here on the We Power Hour where we take a topic uh, for the week. We have five items uh, that pertain to that topic and then we try to rank them one through five uh, within a matter of five minutes. Uh, I know we said we're gonna stop talking about anime but of course we have to talk about anime the fall season uh this this upcoming season of 2022 is fucking stacked i i this is crazy to see how stacked this uh this season is i'm really excited uh to venture into this season uh but we're gonna do a little take five of it uh the most hype show uh from this upcoming season uh so here are your choices Chainsaw Man, Spy Family Part 2, Bleach, The Thousand Year Blood War, or the final season of Bleach, uh, Mob Psycho 100 Season 3, or other, pretty much any of the other shows uh, in this uh, fall season. Uh, it, Like I said, it's really packed to, uh, to the brim. So I'll put five minutes on the clock, and then we can start figuring out which shows we we're most hyped for. So for other... The other shows that are also in the season, uh, To Your Eternity Season 2 scored very high for us on the top 10 uh, last year. Uh, that will be in the fall season. Uh, My Hero Season 6, that is the war arc, uh, finally getting to pretty much bad guys versus good guys in an all-out war for uh, the world, pretty much. Uh, Blue Lock, I think is going to be the next Haikyuu uh, sports anime for soccer. Uh, that one uh, is gonna be really amazing uh arumas uh welcome to demon school aruma kun season three that one's been very hyped as well a good slice of life comedy slash action uh shonen show uh golden kamui season four kamui. uh is also gonna be uh in this as well uh and i think yeah pop team epic that was like a really meme show <laughs> a couple years ago uh they are finally getting their season two and that will be uh in this season as well and I think there was like one more. Well, that huh. bicycle anime is getting another season. Bicycle anime is getting yeah, Yoamushi Pedal. I think this is the fifth season, yeah, of uh, of that one. Holy shit! As well, uh, huh? I don't see it on here. I don't wonder what happened to it. I know Uzumaki, the Juji Ito, uh, like most famous story was supposed to get an anime, but 
Maybe it got pushed back. Oh yeah, I think it got pushed back. Rip. Yeah, it's 2023 now. Oh, rip. Uh, so yeah, so a lot of uh, big time shows uh, in for this season. How are we gonna rank them, guys? How hype are you on these? Uh, this fall show. So I actually never watched Mob Cycle 100. Oh my god, you, you would like it bitch. a lot. You silly, silly bitch. I feel like you would like Raiden and like the basically the main character and their relationship. Oh yeah, I hear god. amazing things about this show. From the animation to the character relationships to the uh, the fight scenes to the Mwah. just the the lore and the the narrative is just amazing. And then every time I see the manga art, I'm just like, nah. And then don't what don't read the manga. If Studio Bones is in charge of uh, of uh, Mob Psycho, mm-hmm. so it it like blows the manga out of the water in terms of it. So I mean, I know they do skate they do did you skate the my hero vanitas there was another one yeah it's carol so and good. tuesday bungo oh stray dogs that's another good animated series as well the my hero movies you know how well they're animated so uh it's in good hands uh i i, I definitely know what you mean because at the end of season two i was like fuck i need more mob psycho I, I i can't wait any longer for a season three and i and i was like i found the chapter where to start and I threw up and I was like no what is this what is this but apparently he's been getting better the mangaka because he's also the same uh, mangaka as uh, One Punch Man uh, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah, I can uh, see his, that, yeah. his art style has been getting a lot and lot better so uh, he's been improving uh, vastly over the past couple of years but his writing sense and his way his character development they were they've been there like that's what they were people were willing to bank on this guy even though his art was so shit because his writing was so great and uh that's what it felt like with mob psycho and apparently one punch man from what i hear from avery yeah one punch man's been great people are really sad on the one punch man subreddit but they're like fuck (laughs) one punch man season three did you forget about us yeah (laughs) help uh yeah, if you haven't checked out Mob Psycho, I, I, I highly suggest it because uh, you're in for a pretty good ride. So, and the music and just the soundtrack, just, just oh wow, yeah, just, just, just perfect. I'm not that hyped for Bleach. I Me mean, it's neither. pretty cool. I need to watch Bleach. <laughs> I think it should have ended a long time ago, personally. So the fact they keep wanting push is surprising yeah. to me. <laughs> They they just didn't have it for the last season. I think they caught up and it's just like, yep. Well, yeah, they, yep. this is this is supposed to adapt the final arc of uh, Bleach, which apparently was pretty good. But everyone remembers the last season of Bleach that got aired. It was the, one of the worst arcs ever conceived uh, out of Bleach. Just kind of left like a bad taste in everyone's mouth for the past, I don't know, what, 10 10 13 years since that last season yeah, it's been like a decade. uh came out it's been it's been over a decade so uh but they're here to rectify that and i don't know looking at the trailers it looks beautiful just the fact to be able to see bleach in like high def basically yeah and just seeing it current yeah. uh animation uh it's exciting i would love to see uh more of the other show i already forgot yeah the, the witch one. one the witch one burn uh. the witch Burn the Witch. Yeah, I want yeah, that. I'm for I that want more personally. of that. But uh, he's still working <sighs> on that, uh, that manga, so we won't see that for quite a while. So 
I know um, the thing about Spy Family. I'm excited for it, but I know it'll be good. Like it's it's a given, so it's not high on my radar. Uh, people talk about Chainsaw Man, like the second coming of Jesus. Like it's coming, man. It's gonna be <laughs> yeah, so it's great. Coming, it's gonna be baby. so great, man. And I'm like, yeah. imagine when is it coming? <laughs> imagine if it turns into a Tower of God, man. I oh, will fucking kill you. You take I think that I'd fucking still back. Still be pretty impressed, regardless. <laughs> I'm gonna make that voice permanent. I'm gonna make that voice permanent. You motherfucker. You take that fucking back. It is permanent. Wait, this is my fucking voice, dumbass. <laughs> Stop doing the voice. This is my voice. Yeah, this joke was funny like an hour ago, dude. I don't think it's ever funny personally. <laughs> what joke? Funny <laughs> ah! okay. joke. Okay, so my actual most hyped show is Golden Kamui, like 100%. So the other. Just because, so the things that I was saying about like Mob Psycho 100, it also, I feel like Golden Kamui also has like the chops for that. Like amazing characters, amazing fight scenes, an amazing story. And the animation is just fabulous. Uh, this, the bears are questionable, but that's that's okay, man. Everything else is just fantastic. Yeah, for, no, for sure. So, uh, I think I don't remember. Uh, I think the manga is ending or it's almost done as well. So after that clears up, I mean, we're just it's the home stretch from there. You know, just trying to finish up going to Kabuki and the in the anime adaptation side. So probably going to see. Like closer time frames for uh, the Gonna Kamui seasons uh, as we uh, move forward uh, after the season's done. Oh, I'm also excited for the new Gundam. So, Gundam? I, uh. Oh, Mobusu Gundam, the Witch from Mercury. Yeah, the Witch from Mercury. Uh, now, this one I, I didn't even know was on this list until I saw it. But, uh, I watched Iron Blooded Orphans and that just ignited like this. Uh, I thought to be just Ash's love of Gundam from my childhood that burnt out. <laughs> but man, it it is alive and well because I love Gundam uh, when I was a kid. And Iron Blood Orphans was the best season for me. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm really excited to see what they come out with next. This is um also, I think, the first Gundam anime with a female protagonist. So... I want to see what they do with that. What kind of story they'll write. It doesn't seem like it's the plot is extremely. I think it's like one sentence for the plot so far. So I don't know what the story is going to be about. Um, It doesn't seem like they're in a war like they usually are. But yeah, um, the girl's in a she's a high schooler. Yeah. So it seems like it'll be a like a younger high school. Well, okay. All the protagonists are usually high school age, but uh, usually something bad happens and it spirals into a war that was always under everyone's noses and they tried not to think about. So I want to see what they do with this. Uh, Also, going for the other, uh, I am extremely excited for uh, Blue Lock. As much as Al Aishi has been scratching that that sports anime itch uh, that I've been been looking for. And I mean, uh, me. Plinchy and Avery have, have rewatched Haikyuu, uh, so that is shit as well. But, uh, Ao Aishi to me has like a bigger slice of life aspect to, mm. to their sports, uh, storyline. Uh, and that's great. I love it. But Blue Lock is just purely sh- like shown in, in your face, flashy soccer, and it's crazy and it's really cool. And, 
uh yeah i just i've just been waiting for for a moment like high key where i'm like as hyped uh for like the moment when it's just like you know everything is at the right moment this guy is going to make a fantastic play and it's going to be amazing and and soccer i'm hoping the animations are going to be uh amazing because the manga art is fucking uh fantastic like one of one of one of my favorite ones where uh the characters just all look really fucking cool they have like these aura i'm in the zone eyes and stuff like that and every time uh they get into it it's it's fucking awesome so there's so many like fucking different characters <laughs> what the fuck is that outfit oh so, God. it's like a tight suit but they it's like uh it's one of those ones that can read the the body movement of the sports or for the soccer player so soccer players nowadays uh under their actual jerseys they wear like this little like tube top uh electric garb kind of thing it actually tracks their motion to see where they're running on the pitch and uh how fast they're going and their heart uh rate and everything like that and so they put that uh statistics uh into training and uh how they figure out like okay i see you running a lot around here but the team needs you to run around here to score better goals so i need you to be over there now so it helps them has changed yeah <laughs> holy crap uh, <laughs> that's like super but there, insane technology yeah but there's so many fucking characters in this show and they're all insane uh they all are strikers and they all want to score goals and they're pretty much all uh fat ass egos and they all have to compete mm. for this the same mm. one position it's so fucking good I, yeah. I i i get hyped for it like every week i read a chapter Blue leg meet blue lock. I think I'm pretty hyped for Chainsaw Man and Spy Family personally. Those are those would be my top two. And Bleach kind of on the low side. <laughs> yeah, like Chain Chainsaw Man's like a second for me personally, just because it's just it's it's hype to me right now. There's not there's no there's nothing's come out, you know? I see trailers out already. Yeah, but tra- trailers are fucking trailers to me. It's just like they they, they sidewind me all the fucking time. They, they oh, gra- yeah. they're like, "Ooh, look at this shit! Ooh, spicy!" Mm-hmm. And then you put a PNG of a fucking car in your show, and you're like, "All right, well, <laughs> you got me." <laughs> uh, not just uh, anime, uh, Makoto Shinkai, the new um, the continuation of that uh, the film series is coming out next season too. Oh, uh, yes, the movie Makoto Shinkai. Yeah, the weathering with you. Uh, oh, oh, the door one. Your name. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that movie's yeah. coming out in November. Uh, Susan May's door locking. Also, uh, reincarnated as a slide movie is coming out uh, uh, on Thanksgiving week. Uh, oh fuck yeah! It's so coming out be, on my birthday. Nice. Uh, that's going to be Happy really birthday. interesting to see. Yeah. Thank you. Send gifts to Avery at um Don't no don't we power our email, we'll give you the address. <laughs> Send me ASCII art. <laughs> what? ASCII art. ASCII? A S C I I. ASCII. I think I'm getting a headache. Oh I see, I see. Right. Yeah, right. like like the dot art shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, um, with a penis. Yeah. Only classy stuff for our Avery. I'm pretty content with that list. Well, let's, yeah, yeah, everything looking yeah. good. Yeah, looks good. Uh, okay, uh, let's uh, let's announce the results for this take five for this week. Uh, coming in number five, Bleach, Thousand Year Blood War. Uh, number four, Mob Psycho Three or Mob Psycho One Hundred Season Three. 
Uh, coming in at third place, Spy Family Part 2. Uh, second place, Chainsaw Man. And then first place, uh, Other. So pretty much all the other shows that are coming out for the season. Go to Kamui, Blue Lock, uh, Gundam, uh, Susan May's Door Locking uh, movie from Makoto Shinkai. So uh, a lot to unpack for this upcoming season. Uh, very uh, interested to see how those uh, grades will come out uh, for those coming weeks. So, uh, but with that, that is our take five segment. Uh, let us know down below if you agree with our rankings. Uh, and you can also let us know, let us know down below uh, what show are you hyped for uh, for this upcoming fall season. And uh, you can let us know why. Uh, but with that, let's move on to the final part of our show. Uh, the meat of our show, it is the anime ranking board for the summer 2022 season. Uh, before the season started, we watched all the trailers for all the shows. Uh, we handpicked six animes because this season is a little different. Uh, we all each chose one anime uh, to infuse into the top 10 to compete for We Power Hour Supremacy. Week in and week out, we grade these guys and then uh, and then they get pretty much placed into uh, 1 through 10. Uh, of course, with these grades... Um, with the bottom half especially, I'll read through all the grades first, uh, and then we'll put 20 minutes on the clock, and then we can discuss any of the animes on the bottom half of the board. Uh, so let's just jump into it. With 10th place, uh, Isekai Oji-san. Uh, the only reason it is in 10th place because uh, COVID protocols uh, for uh, Studio Alatir uh, Pontiarch. I don't know if I'm saying their name right. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, they did have a COVID outbreak uh, recently. So it is delaying uh, their episode. So we won't see them until like two weeks from now. So basically, I think the 17th is when their next air date is for uh, episode five of uh, Isekai Oji-san. So uh, sadly, it will be taking the 10th place spot uh, for the next couple of weeks because uh, there's nothing to grade on for them. So uh, <laughs> very unfortunate. Hopefully everyone over there uh, is staying safe and uh, gets back to full health and uh, we can start turning out uh, more awesome episodes of uh, Isekai Oji-san. But finally moving on to anime that did air. Uh, coming in at ninth place with a breezing 19 points. Uh, the Devil is a part-timer season 2 uh, with the grades C+, from Avery, D from myself, D or D from Lance, D from Plinchy, and then D- minus from myself. Call of the Night comes in with 38 points uh, for the 8th place spot. Uh, grades are C plus from uh, Lance, C from Avery, B from Plinchy, and then A from myself. Uh, Engage Kiss barely beats out Call of the Night with 39 points uh, with the grades. B's from Avery and Plinchy, B plus from Lance, and then C plus from myself. And then rounding out the bottom half of the board, 41 points goes to Parallel Ward Pharmacy uh, with the grades B's across the board except for Plinchy. She is at a B plus. Uh, so I will put 20 minutes on the clock and uh, let us discuss anything on this bottom half of the board. You know, I'm really happy that we're all exactly on the same page for Parallel World Pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Like this is a, it's a pretty good show. It's not like crazy, yeah. like out of the ordinary or above the the rest, but it's still executed solidly executed yeah mm -hmm. that's the word that, that's what's missing in like isekai genres especially with the like oh uh i isekai into being like a uh, a pharmacist or i isekai into uh the worst job 
class ever as a farmer kind of thing. Yeah, it's just, or a bucket of water or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> or like an onsen or whatever. It's just, it, <laughs> you just need to like be very yeah, well executed. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, but just the execution, that's all you need, right? Because like the, the idea itself is already so wacky, but I've already seen so many isekais where the plot, the, the plot's wacky, the, the title itself is wacky, and then they try to do like all this weird shit to like try to keep the hype train going. It's like, no, 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 just stay in your lane, execute it well, and then, excuse me, and then people will just be able to like it just the way it is. Cause there's plenty of people that would be into this kind of show, you know, like it's not gonna be like something you can recommend to anyone, but you can recommend to some people. There, there's a niche community that would uh, accept this uh, as one of their better shows that they've uh, they have watched. It's a great casual anime. Like it's there's nothing wrong inherently. I don't think I can point out anything where I'm like parallel world pharmacy should have done this or they shouldn't have done that. Why do they do that? Just mm-hmm. totally consuming it and being like, yeah, this is good shit. Yeah, it's not like the best. It's not five stars. It's not definitely not the worst though. <laughs> yeah, it's just oh, that no, consistent nowhere. four stars. Which is yeah, yeah. which is kind of nice. It could be better, but I'm not asking for more. It's totally fine yeah. the way yeah, that it is. Needed to be. It feels wild. Then I feel like it would, it would enter that genre that it's trying to avoid, which is like being just crazy out there, just trying to be sensational. Yeah. But mm. it doesn't need to be. Yeah, for sure. I, it kind of brings me back to like old anime days, where it's just kind of like just watching this, and it's just a solid show. Uh, there's there's no like crazy antics or anything like that to try to like get me to keep watching it's just like yeah it's just solid i think it would be a solid uh second place if we didn't have a pick our own show this season oh yeah this if our if our shows weren't covering the top half of the board every week uh, (laughs) this would definitely be in the top half uh for sure yeah fucking prison school holding up the we power hour world right now (laughs) on its shoulders like yeah. Although, you know, that sentence does uh, put into perspective this season's overall anime that <laughs> the B, the consistent B tier anime would probably score really well in this yeah. field. But I mean, this is the Weed Power Hour where our top 10s are always like that. <laughs> True. <laughs> the yeah. fucking B, C tier shows are always topping the fucking charts. So it changed for a reason. <laughs> I think it changed for the better, at least yeah. for now. Yeah. Until I bring in, um, holy yeah, shit, Kimoto what's the anime? I keep... Yeah, Kimoto Michi. Yeah. Next season. <laughs> God. <laughs> the plan is still in effect, boys. Just be patient. <laughs> I'll give us an anime to F next season. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. I don't I don't need that anime. I already have Devil's a Part-Timer. So this is like the worst. This is the worst no, grade no, I think no, I've thrown season, out this next season. Next season, not this oh, season. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. You know, I gotta say the I, I didn't mind listening to the little stories and stuff in Devils and a Part Timer. The bedtime I, I, story. I like the yeah. I kind of like the the high fantasy lore. I was just like, okay, yeah, this is this is relaxing to me. Uh, I the only reason why I wouldn't be a B is just because the animation is just fucking. Oh, that's shit. a bit much. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. pretty like. But I I like the storytelling a little bit more than Call of the Night. I think it's just because I don't like the genre of Call of the Night right now. It's just kind of. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree with that. It makes me feel uncomfortable with some scenes. I'm like, uh, uh, uh. yeah, Call of Night makes my tummy upset. 
I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's the colors. <laughs> really? Maybe it's the bizarre slow panning camera angles of like the main characters. <laughs> hmm. and not quite shaft level, but like that level. There's something yeah. very off with these. The pacing is really scenes. slow. Like That's how it is. Compared to all of the other animes this season, yeah. it's a lot. It's the slowest. Mm-hmm. It's not comparatively. The literal like, to the day in the life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For sure. So there, there's definitely a tone that they're matching, but yeah. uh, it's different. Uh, I mean, different. that's why that's why I give it the A because that it, like, I'm I'm good with it. But I definitely know, like, if someone's asking me for a recommendation, this wouldn't be like on the top of my list because I know it's very particular to mm-hmm. like a certain niche of uh, community. Yeah. And to me, like, it, I mean, it it's awesome. Just the fact that they were able to make. Th- the night so interesting because like in in manga is black is black and white right so you just kind of get the gist like oh the way the characters describe the night is supposed to be like this big fantasy fantastic atmosphere uh kind of thing but i never really like got that with the manga but this anime adaptation the fact that they draw these the night in like weird bright like kind of almost disgusting colors at times uh, but it makes me think like, oh, the night has so much more to offer where the night is like this other world and fantasy that you don't get in the daytime. So they make it very distinct that the night is like its own own uh, parallel world to uh, the daytime. And uh, I just, I don't know, I, I, I find that very fun and fantastic. And uh, the, uh, the characters of like Cole and Nananase, uh, uh, Narakuse, uh, the vampire girl, uh, their interactions with each other, uh, just I don't know. That to me is top notch. It's it's very like seamless the way they can play off of each other and uh, interact with each other on just like mundane, like random activities that they have at night kind of thing. So, uh, but I know it's slow. Honestly, uh, I I don't think it's gonna get a season two. If it does, that'd be really cool. But season two is when it actually starts ramping up and actually starts having like a really cool storyline and uh, start really delving deeper into like the vampire lore and stuff like that. Season one just touches upon it and then maybe has like like a small storyline arc uh, that involves the vampire. Um, but other than that, uh, it doesn't start ramping up until much later. So what are those shows better to binge than mm. to, to watch week in and week out? Yeah, I'm interested to see the other characters that they show in the opening because I feel like once, I mean, we're introduced to this female that wants a massage. So I wonder, I don't remember if she's in the opening, but I want to see more characters join this this weird group because Nanakusa, the vampire, I just realized like we're seeing more of her apartment she she's got a lot of rooms and a lot of space like i get that she's a vampire she doesn't really need much but i wonder if they're just gonna consolidate all these characters into her place i think the idea of that is funny just like crashing at this vampire's place because of a middle school boy that doesn't want to go to school Uh uh-huh that's an interesting idea anything else for this bottom half uh engage kiss Every time I think about this the episode, the anime, 
I compare the blue-haired girl to the elf in Isekai Oji-san. I'm like, damn. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, I can't tell which one's worse. It's sad. Like, I, yeah, like, people, <laughs> people go through some shit. You know, sometimes it's hard to let go. And you gotta work with this guy. And, you know, you think you have a chance, but... Yeah, that to go back to to reuse Lance's line, it makes my tummy hurt. <laughs> Just having to like process this, like you come in and get into engage kiss, knowing that there's gonna be this uh, love triangle. But this is very pathetic. But it's just straight up like it's, it's just straight up like NTR at this point where yeah it. It, yeah, it, it's, he's it's, just like, oh, I'm fucking this girl this week. And maybe you'll not love me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's it is that that part is weird, but the fact that like now the now the pink hair girl like Isara is like out of the picture, so then he just moves in uh, Ayano to do everything that she does, and then next week is just gonna be back to the same old right like he's just gonna get kisara back and then he moves her okay. back in kick and then she cleans the, the apartment that. kick it ayana to the I curb yeah think the worst uh the now i think the dynamics between the characters are exactly what they're meant to be and yeah uh, mm-hmm. the audience that they're catering to with this kind of i mean that opening is just so wacky and silly i don't sense this, any intention to have commentary about this kind of relationship <laughs> but um yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just a matter they're of missing, fact at this point. They're missing a straight uh, man character to look at Kisara and Ayano's behaviors and then be like... You're dumb. You guys are really dumb. <laughs> but there's yeah. no there's no character to judge them. There could be the nun down the road. Because the nun also fucked Shu. Let's not forget that she also had sex with him and relations with him in the past. I don't want that nun to be anything but a sexy nun that kicks my face in, quite frankly. I think that's (laughs) where she's at her strongest. Her last name is Holy Grail. She's coming, dude. Holy Grail, Sharon. Good lord. (laughs) (laughs) Good shit. I feel like... What's her name? Ayano. She was definitely created with that blue hair... Um, yeah, loser trope. mentality, loser character. Like, yeah, yeah. That concept came first, and then they drew Ayano, and they're like, "Let's give her yeah, big right, boobs." That's, that's Based on marketing trends, we found that these characters in mm-hmm. in an anime leads to success: blue-haired loser in a love triangle, big boob nun yeah. who kicks your face in, and a yandere. Yeah. Let's make it work, people. <laughs> I got it. I drew it down already. Here. Excellent. <laughs> We'll start oh, it looks like all the other week. ones. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, at least at the end of the day, Shu knows he's a fucking douchebag and he is unrelenting in that aspect. And I, it kind of yeah. feels. And, unfor- and unapologetic. Yeah. Unapologetic. For, no matter how like disgusting the situation is, it, it makes me feel like disgusting inside at least i know this man has stooped down to a level below me and i would never get to that level because this guy is like that's like true a hundred feet under shit this guy is definitely is the male fantasy under uh, shithead yeah oh absolutely this, yeah this, this but not like the material. good kind of shithead the, the good kind of shithead oh no he probably i don't the know just pure shit worst character because i don't think he's a worst character i don't think he's worst character i think he is what he is i think he's ex- like, executed exactly as intended yeah exactly the way you said like uh 
Like when we meet this love triangle, this is just who they are. There's, no, there's nothing complicated about the storyline mm-hmm. or anything like that. This is just the weird, like, is what it is. White yeah. trash trailer like relationship <laughs> that they have, like yeah. fucking most common Mari, Yeah, some Mori shit. Like, I get it, you know. So it doesn't. I can't say he's worst character because they executed him to to a perfect T. God, I wish they just stopped doing this plot and stick to the fucking monsters that are everywhere. Just, just no, just stop next, already. Next week is just gonna be another Kisara plot. That's it. I think that's the hardest part to predict about the show is where are when they going it? with it? Where the fuck they going? Yeah. yeah. They spent like half an episode last week with fucking Shu talking to the detective about everything. And then <sighs> this episode, we did like two minutes with that lady. Yeah. The fucking his informant. Mm-hmm. And she oh, had yeah. like the tablet in the trash can. And then that's it. Went back to Kisara and her like sad backstory. And then Ayano and being the a simp. And then the nun. It was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's sure. like, it's like the show was meeting quotas. Like Lance is directing that meeting, and then everyone has checklists. Because <laughs> you'd had that great uh, shit to your eyes for your whatever the fuck that you said about getting you, the character design. You can design. use your uh, Legend of Korra voice with it. <laughs> Wait, why'd you use your regular voice to say that? Which oh, uh, what, what do you mean regular Varric? voice? Yeah, Varric. All right, all right, boys. <laughs> all right, boys. We're going to go and make the best anime this world's ever oh, seen. Nice. But we need it's some good ideas for the characters. <laughs> his 60s radio show host. We already voice. have the character tropes and the relationships. Now we need a story to build off of it. Why would the main character be a dick or like a, a deadbeat shithead? Because he's poor, Com- of course. <laughs> Come on. Give me some good ideas, people. <laughs> I wrote that last week. <laughs> I could make this stuff up in my sleep. Why do I hire you people? <laughs> I shit that out. Literally, Shu's personality is that he can Wait, shit. You come. <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind. Okay, I boss. shit and I come. <laughs> you do never nothing. Mind. You stay. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. Hong Kong. That's a code okay. opening. <laughs> Let's get out of this bit. I'm sorry. Uh <laughs> My original point was that this anime is just filling in, like, you know, really simple. Yeah, it's just checking off the boxes on the checklist. Yeah, there's, like you said, there's no, no more, no, no more depth. Not as much depth to the characters' personalities. Shu's personalities. He likes cigarettes. He's poor, and he can't get himself out of debt because he's so. Like into he's hyper whatever, focused about solving yeah, his family tunnel vision and like that's all he problems. cares about. He'll yeah. kick everyone around him to do stuff for him. Doesn't fucking yeah. care. Like a character I might ruin for D anD D. Honestly, that's toxic. You should do it. Yeah. Um. But other than that, it's like how much slice of life? Not even slice of life. Romance and drama and action and plot like they've completely separated the two you can't have plot and romance the plot has to happen during like the action like <laughs> like, I mean, you answered the question yourself. They just don't want to make it too complicated. They're going to mix genres together then they have to weave in a good story to make both genres work and they don't want to do that. Can you have it all? <laughs> yes, you can. I'm pretty sure like Shu's plot line is going to be so fucking basic when we get to the end to it. It's like, why why do we build so many episodes about his like backstory and his family and his missing sister? And then they're just going to be like, oh, her missing sister is already dead. 
Yeah, is, he wasted his time. It, no, Missing Sister got turned to another demon by the organization. Exactly, that set up his family to take the fall for. And that their demon actions. is the one he's been making out making with. Out with. <laughs> yep, that's oh that's what I'm terrified of. It's us. It's Winston. Oh, and then they reveal that they're not actually blood siblings. They're like oh, adoptive. God. Oh, like could brought be. together because she's so like, engineered that she's no longer <laughs> blood related to oh, interesting. you still have that mole on your ass like i remember my little sister did back in the day <laughs> you kiss just like her too <laughs> <laughs> i wish just you like, the listener you could see alliance's disgusted face after running that line out <laughs> you can see like blood coming out of my, 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 my everywhere eyes nose ears just like, yeah uh okay well on that note i guess we can move on to the top half of the board uh let us know down below if you agree with our grades for the bottom half shows uh and uh let's just keep moving on uh, of course once we get to the top half of the board we'll take things a little slower uh with each anime and we can uh discuss with a little bit more uh time and effort uh, as we move up to the top of the mountain. So starting at fifth place and finally out of the bottom half of the board uh, because of Isekai Oji-san, uh, Tatami Galaxy comes in at 49 points uh, with the grades A's for myself and Avery, A- minus from Plinchy, and then B- plus from Lance. So uh, pretty similar across the board, so I'll just open up the floor to everyone here. Uh, what'd you guys like? What'd you guys dislike about this week's episode of Tatami Galaxy? Was I right uh, then about last week? Like, what'd you say last week? I'm I'm pretty sure that that they're gonna roll over the um plot of the last uh, episode. Oh yeah, because in this week's episode, they came back and they're like, "We found him. Thank you." Blah 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 blah. He he's a slippery guy, but he always likes to follow you around. Thank you for helping us. And it's like, and the, even the girls like, "Here's Master," or you know, "Here's." Yeah, she was still on this. Disciple, yeah. Yeah, and she, yeah. she wasn't there anymore, too. Or no, I, there's also the scene where uh, Watashi is in his room. It's like towards the end of the episode. And, and a, his like, older self yeah. comes running through the fucking wall. The window, mirror. and he's like phasing yeah. through. And he's like, oh, fucking huge beard it's and like, shit. like, holy fuck, Multiverse I don't. of madness. We're going <laughs> to yeah. reach the end yeah. game pretty soon. Oh, my God. All different club slash circle versions of watashi and facing off like one ozu no oh yeah i, I don't see why not because ozu which yeah ozu is <laughs> definitely like the one constant in every mm. universe that he has uh, been a part of so mm -hmm. and fortune teller chan and fortune teller yeah yes. But she started, i'm starting to lose interest on her because she's not she doesn't <laughs> actually do anything she's she, just this it doesn't joke yeah, but they did like, I, I think Plinchy was like, oh, she didn't say the one line that she always said. Yeah. And then he remembered the line as uh, in his room later that that uh, the episodes. So I was just kind of like, oh, okay. It's She's like definitely its like the constant that's starting to change and be more yeah. obvious to, I guess, alter his reality in this universe and like moving Maybe. forward, I imagine, because of the previous episode. It's a fucking trip fest. Could, could yeah. be Are you telling me the story's like, actually leading somewhere? <laughs> uh, okay, anything else for Tatami Galaxy before we move on? Yeah, that, that episode hyped me up. I was so happy that they like pulled it back in. Uh, that's all I wanted to get at. 
definitely a turning point. I think I think we're finally starting to see some traction uh, with this show. So might might keep it in the upper echelons now in the top half of the board because of it. Uh, okay, moving on to the next anime on our list. We have a tie for third place. Uh, God Ray Zero and Prison School, uh, Plinchies and uh, Lance's pick uh, tied for 51 points. Uh, so we start Prison School first. The grades are A's across the board except for Plinchy. She is an A-. Uh, the floor is open for everyone here. What do you guys like? What do you guys dislike about this week's episode of Prison School? Prison, prison. <laughs> the fucking song has been stuck in my head every fucking day. I hate it. You don't hate it. I hate it. I love it. Hate I hate it. it. I'll be like, I'm, I'm focused on something. I'm just relaxing. Prison, prison. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the heart is a prison. Yeah. I almost scared the <laughs> shit out of me this week. I was just like, oh, God, please go. She's I'm happy a, she's back. She's such a powerful character that her very presence <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. fear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a... It's... And we haven't seen her in a while, so like her impact yeah. is so much better yeah. because it's kind of like, yeah. whoa, whoa <laughs> she, she's yeah. lying. She's back. Like, oh yeah, that she's really been gone. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, she's got the same energy that I wanted from um, yourself. Was her name Maria hmm. in um, Full Dive RPG? Like the best thing about that anime was uh, the childhood friend chasing and like that running oh. joke of dread mm-hmm. and her just being there yeah hana's probably my favorite character yeah, yeah so yeah. much better and i mean it's the connotation with her character is on par with this anime i i can't think of the word but like yeah it fits the theming that she wants to get peed on <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 she's a real love interest <laughs> I mean, I mean, I love that. No. I mentioned it before, and I've, I think I was telling, I might have said it on the podcast that Kiyoshi as a like shit, shitty person, but the most redeemable person out of all of these boys. Sad. But at the same time, like he's bad, but then you can't help but still root for him because he's he's just a the little amount of good there's a little enough yeah Yeah. so the fact that he gets through not getting expelled or whatever because the oh my god the girl is the president's sister yeah is unconditionally like supporting him and like good for you kiyoshi you don't really deserve it but yeah you're just a shitty person and then Hana comes back and you're like, okay, that's your karma. Yeah. <laughs> like it all just comes yeah, fucking yeah. full circle and I love it. No, absolutely. No matter what, every win, there's going to come like at least two losses for these boys. Uh, yeah. That's uh, that's how you just keep, you just keep this story rolling, you know, like you can't let them off that easy. Uh, only a month suspension. Now it's going to be uh, tacked out another month. Like, Which come on. It's like everything involving Hana wasn't really his fault. No, would, like it's no. it's like the uh, well, typical uh, anime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's just like a bunch of misunderstanding. You know, I fell and I oh, grabbed yeah. your boobs. You were peeing and I just happened to fall like right under you. I really yeah. had. To, yeah, it's just. Except they don't move good... on. It hounds him for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. One mistake cost him his whole entire life. It's good shit. 
So at this point, um, you can tell from this episode that Vice President is, um, we're starting to see more sides of her. That she's not just this hard ass yeah, that's you know, more sides. hell bent on. Yeah, a lot, lots of sides. Beating up lots of sides. Um, yeah, she's not just all about making the boys' lives <laughs> as horrific as possible. She's also really dorky and uh, a huge simp for the president. And she's mm-hmm. like my favorite character. She's just so, <laughs> she's it's, actually just so stupid. <laughs> it's the Molly gap of like, she's so strict with the boys, but then she's absolutely clumsy. And like kind of in feminine in front of the of the president. Way, yeah. 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 For sure. She hates boys so much. Her, her yeah. I I think seeing her as an idiot makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> yeah, because then she's just like the boys. <laughs> yeah, you start to yeah, realize she can't... they're not so different. <laughs> they're not so different. <laughs> yeah. She starts sweating profusely when she like wipes the president's <laughs> body. <She's> like, <laughs> like, yeah, oh god, every just oh yeah, my god, every so time stupid. they have a shower together, I'm like, this fucking bitch is on cloud nine right now. Yeah, you fucking bitch, <laughs> putting a... men in prison <laughs> when you're just the same. It makes sense because she couldn't see past um, Kiyoshi's disguise, if I recall. Yeah, like she totally looked at it and was like, "Okay." Oh, it's just this girl. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking idiot. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, Okay, with that, let's move on to the next anime on our list. Uh, Like I said before, also tied for third place, Garbage Zero at fifty-one points. The grades are A's for Lance and. Avery, A plus from Plinchy, and then a B plus from myself. Uh, so I'll just open up the floor to everyone here. What you guys like? What you guys dislike about this week's episode of God Ray Zero? Nabu liked this episode. Nabu, Nabu liked this, this episode too. <laughs> Wait, Nabu wanted to say Nabu that first. Nabu Fuck off. No, Nabu. Nabu speaks first. Nabu speaks first. <laughs> Nabu said he speaks Nabu first. Nabu said he speak first though. But Nabu really die. did like. But this Nabu episode. really did like this episode. I, Nabu already said that. <laughs> I don't know which which bit I hate more. This or his fucking pubescent voice. Uh, what voice? The genre changed again. It's just comedy now. Mm-hmm. It's not even slice of yeah. life. Just comedy. It's just a wacky, almost filler episode. I. I want. There's say that. just like some points where I just like. I think they're trying to like add more plot to Yomi and like her like branch family and they like, introduce uh, May. Well, no, but I mean like just the, the fact that there's other parts of this branch family, like May and her yeah. uncle and stuff like that, that all got introduced this episode, but the branch families, branching, the branches, blood yeah. relatives, the yeah. branch of a branch. Yeah. It's, and I was just like, okay, but then they just like, eh, let's just talk about Yomi and the other dude for the rest of the episode. And half the time, it was just like trying to figure out how to like get them together and stop arguing with each other. And just kind of like, yeah, it's great, but just like, I like this kind of episode to me is like if this is a long running episode, a long running show, this is like episode like fifteen, sixteen, where I'm like so well established with these characters and. I understand everyone's uh, thing and I maybe we went through like a huge battle and I just needed to rest for like an episode before, you know, we move on to the next one after that. But it's just been kind of like a lore after lore, character development after character development. There's not been such a crazy hype battle like we had the first couple episodes. It's kind of like, 
you're slowing me down even more now. And I just, uh, I don't understand why. That slap, though. <laughs> that slap, though. I also really like Yomi. Very progressive for 2008. Yeah. And I like all the characters. So for me, this was, I totally get what you're saying. And I agree. It's a, it's a lot, but. Yeah, for someone well-established as you, I mean, this is like your yeah. episode 15 at this point where like, you know, yeah, everything. pretty much. So I, I definitely agree with that. But yeah, I, I'm glad they kind of hinted more about May uh, at the end and we can definitely see more of her. I'm very interested to see what kind of character she is into and uh, how she fits into this dynamic. Like, I still have no inclination. How does Yomi get evil? You know, mm-hmm. I know I joked. Ar- I know I joked around that the the robe that her 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 f- adopted father was giving her was an evil garb that was going to turn her evil slowly. But I mean, it's got to be an actually good reason for Yomi to you know turn uh, turn heel. So that's not a good reason. No, eat this robe, shing. <laughs> it's not like I fucking. Like Lord- it's, a- it's not like Lord of the Rings where he just puts on the ring and then he just slowly <laughs> starts becoming more evil and disheveled. Well, you see, like- it's not that the ring itself makes him evil; it's that his temptation does. Yeah, his you're right. Yomi's temptation of trying to kiss uh, Kagura just keeps getting more oh, and more. Evil about that at all? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's like uh, watching The Hobbit first before you watch Lord of the Rings. No context, True, just actually. running it in. Mm-hmm. That's a good comparison. I was thinking of Star Wars, but I'm like, oh yeah, Lord of the Rings, huh? Yeah. The fact that they show episode one, like we don't know by now when that happens. We just know it happens in the future because we've been taken back um, to like their childhood, the episode after. So I think it's really interesting to see you guys because I can't remember how I reacted watching this the first time, but mm. I, I knew that I just loved Yomi. I thought she was so cool. Yeah, um, for sure. She's so fucking cool and cute. But hearing you guys, like, when does she get evil? Does this make her evil? And all the jokes, it's just so fucking funny. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah, because as a, as a kid, you're just <sighs> like, you're not even like prevalent to that kind of stuff. You're just like, I, I think you're just so attached to like what you see in front of you for that week and then well, you just kind of reset uh, every single oh, week. Oh, I'm sure there. that I had like similar thoughts. I'm just saying I can't remember what those were oh, because that oh, was so no, that's probably the like, same thing. So long ago. Probably, yeah. Because how can you that not first episode you're evil. like, okay. And then the next few episode is just happy go lucky children. Kagura's yeah. voice is remember the whole fucking annoying. I hated her. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I had the ability to binge and like go through the episodes, so all my questions were answered really fast. So having us wait, wait. painstakingly yeah. every week and just like holy shit, that was a waste of time. Like I totally get it, but I think I mean it's still great. It'll all be worth it. Yeah, for sure. That's it's definitely. I, I know for sure this show is definitely going to be well executed, just because how strong the characters are. So I'm not. I'm not worried about it like one bit. So I know we'll eventually start churning out that story. And then uh, all of a sudden Yomi starts putting up red lipstick and her perfume mm-hmm. gets stronger and then her clothes get sexier and then she just becomes evil Yomi. And oh, she, uh, her that's... clothes are going to change because she's already wearing the most sexy outfit you can wear as a villain. Yeah, schoolgirl outfit. A schoolgirl outfit. Sailor Fuku. But what happens if she takes off her uh, her panty stockings? 
And bear legs. Then she's evil. Oh, yeah, then she becomes evil. Ah, there we go, baby. Wait, as a child, did you think uh, Kagura's voice was annoying? Yeah, I hated her. I hate it, too. <laughs> I hate it. I still don't like it. Every time I hear it, I'm like, it's almost, like, I usually don't hate a voice, but it's almost like nails to a chalkboard for me, where there's, like, that weird nasally balloon snot bubble sound to it. <laughs> like, it's not our first language, but... Well, I think we can all tell it's, that it's weird. the voice acting is a little off for Kagura, either intentionally or just that's just the standard of quality. Because now, nowadays, it must be intentionally. We're just I, so I used feel to the intention voice acting. Because I think it's intentional. Knowing what I know, I think that was the intent that they wanted Kagura to sound as immature and young childish. and ignorant yeah. and childish. Yeah, that's that's the whole push. Yeah. The one I compare it to right now is uh, Chisato, because Chisato also you can tell from her um, the way she speaks uh, and her cadence and uh, the vocabulary she uses. She talks in a very immature and like childish uh, and like re- really um, childish way. But I infinitely like Chisato's delivery better. <laughs> but I think there's a reason uh, for Chisato and Liquor's Recoil. I think there's like a reason she is who she is where like Kaka is like that's just a character trait that they decided from the get-go and not because of an event that made her that way. This is just who she is from the start. I I think that's what uh, makes it more palatable because like now you know there's something. There has to be some reason to it and it gives you like a sense of like, okay, I got to find out what that reason is where it's just like Kaka is like, ah, there's no way in hell I can figure out why she's like this. Like, you just have to accept that that is who she is, and that makes you upset. They're both definitely got childish, childish aspects to their voice and character, but very different types of childish. Because Chisato seems more of like the "I don't care and I don't give a fuck and I'm gonna live for myself" kind of child childish mentality. <laughs> yeah, very. But selfish. Kagura is like strictly baby. Like she's baby. She knows nothing. She's been. Like she's been coddled, raised all her life. weird, yeah, coddled, very strict. She doesn't know any better. Very sheltered, fucking annoying voice. <laughs> okay, <laughs> guess it's time to move on. Uh, let's move on to the next anime on our list. Uh, barely being out, our two shows that tie for uh, third place, uh, fifty-two points, a place further than the universe, uh, with the grades A's from. Avery, B plus from Lance, and then A pluses from myself and Plinchy. Uh, again, I'll just open up the floor to everyone here. Uh, what you guys like? What you guys dislike about this week's episode of A Place Further Than the Universe? I demand a recount. Just kidding. This episode's fucking top tier. I was like, a recount <laughs> on what? January six, here I come. What, what, oh my god! What, 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 that what that show? was a joke, oh, by the way, for my own personal protection. Well, I mean, what show did you want it to be above a uh, place further than the universe? Licorice Recoil. No, no, no. It was, it was still, no, this is my favorite episode from the show so far. Above yeah. 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 I mean, like, this was the best one. This is the turning point uh, for me, for this show. Like everything's been great. I love it. But I, I definitely know this is the, this is the moment where like, we're going to Antarctica, you know, like we finally talked about it for the past four weeks. Now we're here. Now we can finally go ahead and do the it. The send-off. The send-off. And the fact that each girl was able to 
kind of come to terms of what they had to do to get here or what they sacrificed. Uh, some kind of ambiguous and some not so ambiguous. Obviously, uh, our, our main girl, uh, Kimari, she pretty much, uh, face to face with her friend and realizing that, uh, they both been selfish in their relationship and they, uh, were kind of toxic a little bit to each, to each other. Uh, and then not so obvious, just, uh, like the convenience store girl, uh, she kind of had like her little moment and, you know, uh, uh, Shiraise, uh, obviously she's going to find her mother in Antarctica. I don't know. You guys notice, but every time it shows her phone, uh, she is sending an email to her mom. Yeah. I've been keeping an uh, eye on what she's been typing. Yeah. So er- er- every day she, uh, emails her mom. Uh, kind of fucked up honestly <laughs> yeah because she's she's you know she she's in denial right she doesn't believe yeah. that her mom is dead in antarctica she's out there waiting uh for her and that's why she emails her every day as the like a coping mechanism because uh, mm-hmm. to her she's still alive so uh is is it, it was in those moments where it's just like they just having the other three girls and having like their little moment of just like, okay, this is what I sacrificed to get here. But to top it all off with like Kimari and her friend and stuff like that. And that friend has been building the past couple episodes. You can just see her getting oh, yeah. a little bit more jealous uh, every episode until it boiled over. I just thought, man, such a perfect, like almost like a prologue a little bit, just like, okay, we got our characters, we got their motivations yeah. and now we can finally start the journey. Uh, and all the trials and tribulations uh of that journey so um yeah i'm i'm excited for you guys to see this uh the second half of the season there will be a key moment later in the season where <laughs> i i got to know what you guys' reaction to that one is so it reminds me of the book that um god who are the two characters in kaguya the the, the manga that they're reading and she's like, oh, yeah, this is pretty good. Oh, it's like the turning point. And- the sweet cafe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were crying. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so fucking sad. <laughs> yeah. I would love for you guys to get to that moment, but uh, I I don't know. I, at this point, I feel like you guys are just going to be like Kaguya in front of me and just be like, yeah, bro, that was, yeah, that was whatever. <laughs> it wasn't that sad. Why are you being a little bitch about it? And I'm like, ah, and I cry even more because I don't have the approval of my bestest friendos. That send off um, with the friend, um, uh, her glasses friend, that was basically everything that lip lip didn't do <laughs> okay wait i, I really should <laughs> we should stop referring to that show but it was excellent um, <laughs> the, the emotion the build-up the emotional conflict um and the resolution too that i was a part of me was like wow they might just leave and not like be on the same be friends page. anymore yeah, yeah. And i was like mm-hmm. that's a really that's a really tragic story and but then i I knew Mari would be the kind of character. We know her well enough that she's the kind of character to look beyond. Um, yeah, we've hurt each other and we've uh, disagreed, and we're not, and uh, maybe weren't the best friends. But to cut it there and act like there's nothing, we don't feel anything yeah. for each other anymore. That's not right either, and that's not fair yeah. to the friendship. So I, that was such a powerful moment. Yeah, between the two of them even the other route though if they decided not to be friends i think to me that's like 
the realistic aspect. There's something there too to, to that it. kind of story. Mm-hmm. Where yeah, just like it, but there's something. To yeah, Mari wouldn't too. do it, but if, if some people in that situation to accomplish goals that you know Sometimes you want to you accomplish or do a dream, ways, yeah. you have to leave some people that don't uh, that don't vibe with that that dream and stuff like that. You kind of lose out on that friendship. Um, but that's just how life goes. And uh, yeah, for 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 Mari to run into that problem very early in her life, kind of thing, it just it's character building, right? Because she's kind of like the joke character uh, this whole season. You know, she's just kind of like yeah. the outgoing, uh, yeah. very bright, bubbly girl that laughs a lot. Uh, but you forget that, like the beginning of uh, the show, she had in her diary, like I want to realize my youth. You know, I want to do everything I can. Uh, to make full use of how young I am. And uh, she, you know, she kind of has like a, that kind of sad and dramatic story as well. Uh, okay. With that, uh, let's move on to the final anime on our list. Back at the top of the mountain, I think four weeks out of the five that we've been doing this top 10 for the summer season, this show has been at the top. It's finally, I think a solo top as well has been kind of sharing uh, first place for a little while but someone gave it that s rank for this episode first s of the summer season so here are the grades a from avery a pluses from myself and plinchy and then the s rank the first man to blow their s this season and are we ever surprised by that mm-hmm. uh lance <laughs> has given it an s for no. uh, <laughs> episode six I thought of that you Licorice guys recoil. Your ass first, but god damn, if you want something done, you gotta do it yourself. And God, this show is just it is just the best. It's uh Well, the floor is yours, sir. Go ahead and take it away. So um Majima um is my favorite part of this uh episode because I was afraid that uh Chisato and Takina are established to be so badass that he's just going to be the monster of the week and they're just going to slaughter him. But Hmm. they managed to string together a really great conflict for them. He can hold up on his own too. Yeah. And he's like, he's not just your everyday thug that they can just hand wave away. He's really clever and he's really, um, he has that kind of uh, intelligent predator mentality yeah, or, very opportunistic. Yeah, he's not afraid to play dirty. He's not afraid to um, observe, to take hits, observe what yep. happened, and then learn from it very, very quickly. And uh, Matsuoka's nails this character so well as the voice. Yeah, like, tell you, he's really good as villains. Dude. We're talking about that. There's yeah, just something about his villains. voice. Uh, so he is just so much scarier than I thought he'd be, and the fact that I. For a split second, they actually tricked me to, into thinking Shisato could die. I think is uh, it, it's, it's it really shows how well the writing is that they could yeah, put her in this situation. Sure. God, and the Majima didn't. I don't think he knows about Shisato's talent. Yeah, and her got just her reaction speed. Yeah, that it's based off of vision. But I mean, it's a normal tactic to blind your foe. But he probably Fuck thinks. Sand. Oh, Chisato's probably shit. I could fucking yeah. beat her up. If only those that girl wasn't in the way. Yeah, definitely for sure. I, he just seems very quick on the uptake, right? Like mm-hmm. when his guys very were getting shot, 
he just like bent down he looked at the shards he realized they weren't real bullets and he just automatically already uh got the idea from there that she may not be as lethal as Mm -hmm. make it out to be so he can play a little bit more aggressive Mm -hmm. uh in his uh chase down and stuff like that and yeah the moment she like dodged that that first bullet that he shot i think he just kind of like okay well this girl well yeah that's fair yeah it's pretty it's pretty good i better weaken her somehow and uh yeah you're right eyes is usually the first thing people usually like to go for in in those kind of situations so it's i don't know to me it's nice to not have a dumb villain you know not like so reactive to what's happening and then just slow on the uptake this guy is like he's quick he's methodical you know he's not like a super genius he ain't hacking things like the like the fucking robot kid or anything like that but he's joker yeah yeah basically like there's a reason he's good at what he does and uh i'm kind of glad that they kind of like ramped it up a little bit right like he had that scene with the train and he killed all those licorice girls and stuff like that i mean albed he lost all yeah, his guys a loss for him but yeah but now he's learning to ambush them yeah he got he got ambushed on that train like he yeah. wasn't expecting all those girls to be there so the fact that he was able to figure out uh a way out for at least himself to 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 you know continue the operation and then continue to kill licorice girls uh over the course of the month and stuff like that albeit the fucking girls are absolutely stupid and they were probably trailing him by like fucking two feet behind him but <laughs> yeah i just uh he's just a great character and uh yeah you're right the it's nice to see them actually run into a problem and not able to solve it right away and this will be a continuous problem uh moving forward so um that's why i think chisato like i, d- I do believe someone's gonna die but chisato still needs a story to tell i think i think there's still a lot yeah. about her to kill her off now who would tell her story other than herself? So now let's say introduce. <laughs> well, I was thinking the the white haired guy, the one that gave her the squirrel pendant that what has been. Uh, yeah, the foreign hair. guy, but not foreign. He's he's not foreign. <laughs> the blonde hair, uh, Shinji. This guy, Shinji. Yeah, the guy that keeps coming into the or well, not every time, but like he came to the cafe mm-hmm. looking for Jisato, and we think he's the one that gave her the squirrel pendant to begin with. Now unless he finishes telling the story but i'm still on the idea that he's evil so i still why would he... don't know what he wants but he basically i rewatched the episode because i liked it that much it wasn't so much that i was confused uh, uh-huh. but i did pick up something that i didn't catch the first time it was that um the reason why um my uh, robot was so interested in uh or so hell-bent on uh, trying to push Chisato like, man, you got to kill her, man. You got to uh, take her out first before you do any other big moves for Majima is that um, Shinji commissioned Ro- Robot to yep. force Majima to hunt Chisato. So I'm mm-hmm. really, I don't know where Shinji's head is. Is like, he knows where she lives. He could probably bomb Licorice uh, yeah. uh, or Cafe uh, Lickle, uh, I forgot what they call Lickeras. it. Lickeras recoil. Yeah. Um, like actually, yeah. Um, But he's like playing games with her and trying to force other pawns to try to take her out when he knows yeah. he could do it easily. So yeah. I don't know what he's trying to do. He's trying to force Chisato to kill maybe and put her yeah. in a desperate situation that he knows she angle? won't die, but she'll do something he wants her to do. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it's weird. Whatever connection he has, maybe he doesn't want to get his own hands dirty. Maybe he actually cares for Chisato, but still has to kill her for some yeah. grandioso plan or he's just crazy. He's, he's testing her. You know, there's just uh there's just so much mystery with this. So it's like it's hard for me to believe Chisato dies until he reveals his hand. Once he does, then you know, okay, All bye Chisato. Yeah, you're, you you know, I don't need you anymore because now I understand everything. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I think I think I'm slowly starting to believe in what you said a couple weeks ago, Lance, that uh, Jisato will die. Just just the way they build up her and Takina every episode, and they're so strong now together that they're they're cruising for a bruising for yeah, just that heartbreak, just that rock paper scissors scene at the end. When, oh, so when talking to beat her and then she was just so <laughs> happy to beat her rock paper happy. scissor i was she like oh squeaks. no fuck yeah. yeah that's good that's that's why like when she gets more happy i get the feeling that she's gonna turn into a chisato at the end where she's gonna be very bubbly and <laughs> yeah uh, protective and excited was, like, talking at once and oh she became, god like yes. sabikui bisco I hope the fuck not. <laughs> like, stop becoming disco for everyone's sake. Uh, Takino's gonna look at the camera and say, I am Chisato now. Maybe Chisato's just a moniker that is inherited by people. I am now John Chisato. Her yeah. outfit turns red. <laughs> yeah. Her well, eyes actually, it seems color. like the color is uh, status or ranking, I've noticed. I thought Chisato was just, haha, no. I'm different, but I think the other girl was wearing red too. Um, yeah, the, so yeah, she could rank up and be like, "I'm Chisato now." Yeah, could be, but then Chisato is also like not part of the DA. Exactly, she's like some kind of like off operative team. Oh yeah, so, that's right. They have different classes and uh, division. Yeah, yeah, I, I same organization, class. different division. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, I mean, we'll see. But man, like that ending, that place, which is just such a good ending. Uh, we're talking about running to Chisato and Chisato looks at her and smiles like that gets me every <laughs> single time and if Chisato really dies and they still play that ending where she smiles at Takina I'm gonna fucking cry so. <laughs> <laughs> no I'll be talking to just smiling to no one just off in the distance and knowing that Chisato Ooh. won't be there anymore to smile back she's gonna be like the cowboy that's behind the mountain in that screaming cowboy music video <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nightmare. Uh, okay, anything else for Licorice Recoil or any of the other animes that we had talked about tonight? Any final words before I can close up this episode? Jisato uh, loves movies and <laughs> just being a lazy bum in her apartment. I just find that oh, so funny. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of good <laughs> classic Western movies, too. Yeah. Like old Western movies. Super weird taste in movies for your ordinary Japanese schoolgirl. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I th- I, th- I think Japanese people do have like a sense of... Western booze. Yeah, oh, they the just kind of love that shit. The fa- but the fact that she had N- Nicolas Cage's Con Air, that movie is like... I mean, it's, it's essentially a very Nick Cage type movie, but the fact that she has that movie, which is like 1996 or something like that, the fact that she has that was already like mind blowing to me. Like that's one of the so 
like good but not like uh popular movies like i get terminator and i think die i saw hard. die hard on there yeah. as well and uh, the matrix i think i saw that uh those movies i definitely get but to get nick cage's con air i, I mean, mean matrix like, not, is not, just the trope that not natural treasure off of. yeah yeah exactly so uh it's really cool uh okay with that that is all the time that we have for this week's episode of the podcast thank you very much for watching or listening uh to this week's episode uh please like comment subscribe uh share follow do everything you can to help support the podcast we really appreciate uh all the support uh and other than that no other we power hour news from me so uh any last words guys before we head off for the night Okay, roll initiative. Fuck yeah, finally. Okay. I'm dying to kill with my fucking yeah. strength. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a fucking horror movie, man. That's just <laughs> straight up a horror movie. You rage. Character. Oh, do you now? <laughs> it's not going to yeah. help you. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay. Pushes up glasses. Yeah. Sloppy wet oh, footsteps. <laughs> oh, no. Check out Comfy okay. Shorts. Oh, shut By the way. up. Hey, Bustin' for real, for real. Hunter Cap, no oh, stack. Sh- shut up. Okay, well, same move time, same move, please, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.